Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. What do we got today, Rick? We got the Week 7 News and Injury Report. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Totally missed the drop button to start the show there. Like an awkward long pause right before the, the show intro started. Just like sitting there waiting. Just like the exit of our last show. There was like a long, awkward pause. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for you to say something you didn't. Yeah, so it like, is uh, what it is. It is what it is. I, I Usually when I watch YouTube videos or, pod, or listen to podcasts, I click out right at the end. It's like those <laughs> so people... It's like those people who listen out. to yeah, mentally check out when they start talking about following people. Um, it's like when uh, it just drives me nuts. I don't know. I'm like people will listen to music and then end the song like with like 30 seconds left. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, why do people do that? That's like, I just want to finish the song. <laughs> Maybe they're just really excited about that. So much rage inside that. Stadium. Yeah, there was a lot of rage. Um, probably see a therapist. <laughs> probably. Uh, my name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's poppin', Ricardo? What's up? I am currently uh, home alone. My wife is gone on a trip, so I have a whole weekend just to sit here and watch football. I but I would play do Call that. of Duty. I do it. I can play Call of Duty. Uh, you know, or Madden. I do that. Or Madden, yeah. Anyway. Um, we got a lot to get to in this episode. We're going to talk about the news and injury report. So we'll get through all the news and then and then end the show. It'll probably be relatively quick because it doesn't seem to be a lot of news. Mm. Um, so we won't we won't waste too much of your time. This is 15 minutes. It'll be the shortest episode of all time. I doubt it. I doubt it'll be 15 minutes. We'll see though. Um, before we jump into the news though, check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter at the FF champs on Instagram at the fantasy champions. You can like us at facebook.com forward slash the fantasy champions. If you're listening on Apple podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcast platform, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Most important aspect of listening to this podcast. So I'll give you a second to hit the subscribe button. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, be sure to leave a review, share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, once again, please hit the sub button down below Don't somewhere in this video. My head? I will. T- <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> Don't you want him? Don't you want to see him shave my head? <laughs> I mean, it's true. Just hit subscribe. <laughs> Just hit subscribe. Uh, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below. Um, whatever you want. Any questions for the week? Yep. Free Free Friday, I guess. Yeah. Whatever you want whatever, to talk about, you want throw Friday. it in the comment. So um, we'll start off with some interesting news. I didn't actually want to start with this, but mm. we're going to start with this. Um, we're going to front with it because I wanted to. Uh, so Adam Schefter reported that the Dolphins are going to start first round rookie to a tongue of Iloa in week eight against the Rams. Now, um, well, you know what sucks about this? this is week seven. They have a bye week this week. They do. So I have to wait to watch Tua two whole weeks. Yep. That blows. Oh, well, it does kind of blow, but, um, so anyway, so Fitzmagic balled out on Sunday again, and then Tua went out for two plays and earned the job. 
I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. After the game, Tua was, uh, there was a picture of Tua sitting on the 20-yard line FaceTiming his parents because he couldn't be at the game. Um, mm. So, uh, love Tua. But, man, they did, they did Fitzpatrick dirty. Yeah, I, I absolutely love Tua. And I think he should have been the starter. Um, like, in the beginning of the year, if he was healthy, yeah. honestly. Or just let Fitzpatrick ride it out. But Fitzpatrick has done absolutely nothing to lose this job in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's taken yep. him to a three and three record, which is better than what some Most people thought. thought. Yeah. Um, he's played well this season. He has 10 touchdowns. Uh, like, I don't know if you want to read the quote, but it's kind yeah. of sad. It, it <laughs> is tough. very, he's, he's, he's devastated. So I'm only going to read part of the quote from a tweet, but um, following this announcement, about Tua, Ryan Fitzpatrick said he was shocked by the Dolphins' decision to bench him and name Tua the starter. Um, so, uh, among other things, he was shocked, stunned, upset. But this this tweet here that I read, a, a quote from what he said, he said a lot of things um, today, but he basically said, um, I basically got fired yesterday, and my day, my day today consisted of Zoom meetings with the guy who fired me and sitting in a room with the guy who replaced me for four hours. Yikes. So it sounded a lot tender-er, like in the actual video clip, but uh, when you read it, it sounds very angry. Um, so apparently he's yeah. got millions of dollars of incentives in his contract, and um, obviously without having to play, he can't earn those. Um, you know what? I think this is probably one of the worst decisions that the Dolphins could ever make. This is such a Dolphin decision. And I'll tell you why. Not because I think Tua sucks. I love Tua. I think he's going to be great. I think you just lost the whole team. There's a very legit possibility. Like Fitzpatrick is such a likable character and so is Tua. But like Fitzpatrick's such a likable character and he had a lot of chemistry with everyone to just tell the team and him like, oh, you're benched is like, okay. And the way they had like the situation, the dynamic playing out, it was perfect. It was like the perfect role model for Tua. Yeah. And it was Fitzpatrick's kind of last chance to be the starter. Mm-hmm. And they were just going to ride it out. And unless he did something like through like four picks in a game or yeah. got injured, Tua was not going to play. That's what it felt like. And then all of a sudden, yep. after coming off a dominant performance, a 24 nothing victory, you bench Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense. And I, I don't uh, think... I yeah, go ahead. I don't think it's a good thing for the assets around him fantasy football wise. You know what I mean? Like I think two is going to be good, but mm-hmm. it's, he's going to, he's going to have that rookie, you know, yeah. like, like learning curve that he's going to have to get from starting in games and all that. So it's like, it's I mean, going to be tougher. Herbert and Burrow have played though this year. I yeah. 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 No, that's true. I, so I don't think it'll affect, I, I think it'll more affect the chemistry between the players than it will affect the, actual outcome of fantasy production. Yes. Um, yes. But this is how you single-handedly tank your season. Like if it's magic through four picks on Sunday and he was just trashed, then right. he doesn't deserve they to lose start to the jets. It's like, okay, I find it funny that Fitzmagic magic reacts like this after like, he's been playing the best football of his probably his life. And, um, and so I think that's why he's shocked, but he's been benched so many times that it's like, it should just be, he said it should yeah, just come like his- second nature. Did you hear what he said about that, though? Go ahead. He said, um, I'm paraphrasing it because I don't have the quote in front of me, but he said something along the lines of like, 
uh, he's been like, I've been benched so many times. So I like know how it feels, but this one has hurt the most. Yeah. So here's, here's my thing. And I, unless Tua goes out there and lays an egg week seven, when's the trade deadline week seven. Is that this week? Uh, I think it is. Is it, is it week seven? I think it's next week. I think it's week eight. So, that can be wrong. I would not be surprised if people started fielding calls because Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick did a lot of talking today to the media uh-huh. about um, among a lot of like that that quote I just read you like a minute ago. Like, that doesn't like I, like if I said that publicly about my workplace, that probably wouldn't go across too well. So I feel like I feel like maybe Fitzpatrick is going to get traded. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to like yeah. predict that because I think they want him around. I think but, they want him around too. But I've been, I've, I tweeted it out earlier this week and I would love for the bears to trade for this guy. You think he'd be better than Foles? <laughs> I think he'd be better than Foles. And finally, maybe you think he'd be better. I don't think he'd be better than Foles doesn't do anything. Trust me. I've watched him the last two weeks. I know. He doesn't help Allen Robinson at all. <sighs> So I'm just here for Allen Robinson, really. Just here for the Allen Robinson. I don't know if Ryan Patrick would really. But anyway, I, I regardless of whatever happens, I think he he might get traded um, unless they decide that this is a bad decision. But this kind of makes me think really quickly uh, before we move on. Um, it makes me think that they had a plan going into the season that they were going to go with two. I mean, go with yes. Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. for seven weeks until the bye, or six weeks until the bye, and then go that, to a right. I think that was their plan all along from day one or else they wouldn't have done something like this. Yeah. It's just crazy that he went out for like two plays two draw. Uh, what a one drive two, two pass attempts. And he did look okay. But thing. do you think really quickly? Yeah. Um, Cause we've been talking about this for a while, but do you think this was a decision from the coaching staff or do you think this is like a higher up decision to get two out there? I think they trust Flores and I think that he okay. wanted to get two out there. Okay. But, Anyway, uh, the next piece of news. Hey, so there goes the 15 minute thing. Told you. Told you. you know, one, one, one piece of news and it's over. So Dalvin Cook is expected to return week eight. I anticipated this as the situation because um, they held him out week six. Mm-hmm. It was smart for them to hold him out week six, give him week seven, which is his bye week to, to recover more. And then. Put him out against the Packers week eight. So that is the expectation for Dalvin Cook. In fact, somebody said it's a 99.999% chance of happening. So so much for that Alexander Madison handcuffs too, huh? So true. Um, God, he, was, he sucked. He sucked. Yeah. That was it wasn't totally his fault because they were getting killed all game, so they didn't yeah. really run the ball. But even when they ran the ball, he didn't look great. Right. Not compared to Dalvin Cook. So that's good news on the Cook front. I'm excited to see him back. Um, Joe Mixon didn't practice Wednesday. He suffered a um, injury. Was it ankle injury on Sunday? Yep, I think so. Yeah. Ankle injury on Sunday. You watched that game. Um, they said it's not a major injury. Um, and yeah, that he should. He, he came back like in the game almost a quarter. But yeah, he came back. Yeah, he came back into the game. But uh, I would not. I mean, be fully surprised if they held him out. A week, but you got to keep following that because the fact that he didn't practice probably a rest day, um, and you'll you'll get more um, information when you see what happens on Thursday. So go look up whether Joe Mixon practiced on Thursday. But um, if he practices in full by Friday, I would anticipate that he plays. 
Um, but right now he's currently questionable. So keep an eye on Joe Mixon. Um, if he does not play Giovanni Bernard becomes a great ad and play for this week. Yes. Uh, Tom Pelissero. I hope I said that right. I've been trying to say your name for years, guy. Um, he reports that Mark Ingram has been diagnosed with a mid to high ankle sprain, um, but it isn't considered severe. Um, Mike Tomlin also said he will probably suit up against the Steelers after um, the bye week. You mean John Harbaugh? Say it again. You mean John Harbaugh? Uh, John Harbaugh. Yeah, forgive me. I, I don't know why I said Mike Tomlin. Because probably because they're playing against the Steelers. That's true. Um, I, 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 Dobbins, I at this point, kind of, don't wish injury upon anyone, but I was kind of hoping he'd be out for a little bit longer than <laughs> like a week or two. You, you disgusting man. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I don't disagree with you. Mark Ingram has been nothing short of he really has not, Like he's the only thing he's done is stunt the development because he hasn't been really good enough fantasy wise to start. This is what I anticipated Ingram to be last year after the first three weeks of the season. And he's kind of the only difference between Mark Ingram last year and this year is that he's getting slightly less opportunity, but he's also not scoring touchdowns. Mm -hmm. So uh, the touchdown thing threw him over the top in in many weeks last season. And um, it just got tough for him to produce this year because he hasn't scored any touchdowns. So. Yeah, I mean, he's not putting any yards on the ground. You got to score some touchdowns if you want to add some fantasy points to the board if you're not getting any touches. So, but I don't, I don't know what the, 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 the Ravens look good, but they don't look the same offensively as they did last year. They do not, yeah. Um, Miles Sanders, <sighs> so mad. He probably won't play against Dallas next week, but he's not definitely not playing this week against the Giants. He had a minor Which one to two week knee already. injury, MC, yeah, MCL injury, um, which happened already. I was more referencing for next yeah. week against yeah. Dallas. Um, he'll probably not play against Dallas, and I would fully expect them to hold him out against Dallas um, and then let the bye week run so he gets three weeks off and, and prepares that's for the second half of the season. That's probably what they're going to do, yeah. Um, so, anyway, that's why I brought this up. But So he probably didn't play last night. Um, I think he was ruled out Wednesday, so he definitely yeah he, he was ruled out Wednesday yeah. So um, yeah, Miles Sanders definitely out. Uh, I just heal up, I guess. I I'm kind of pissed off that I. I think that's probably what you should hope for the best is just him to just have him not playing against the Cowboys and then just sit the bye and then come back fully healthy. Yeah. All right. Even if it aggravates you a little bit. <laughs> it's frustrating. But uh, Sanders does have a second half of the season. Um, like he he went through a gauntlet at the beginning of the season in terms of matchups, uh-huh. and now he's he's gotten to the most easy part of his schedule here. Yeah. So as it, it this is where Miles Sanders has a big big week or a big big second half of the season, I should say. Um, ESPN Chris Mortensen reports that Zach Ertz is expected to miss three or four weeks. Hmm. Uh-huh. Good news for Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Uh, well, is he coming back yet? Uh, I think he... Actually, I don't think he was ruled out. Well, I mean, I'm not sure what happened Thursday, but he's yeah. definitely going to be coming back this upcoming week. Yeah. Um, I guess you know already about Dallas Goddard if you played on Thursday. 
But anyway, yeah. um, Zach Ertz, it, that sucks that he's going to miss three to four weeks. Um, he hasn't been great, though. The, the Eagles, man, they need a new, like, training department. <laughs> I know, too straight. Like, how do they get this many injuries? injuries? How does a team literally sustain this many injuries two straight years? It makes little no sense. Know. Either they yeah. have a really bad scouting department, Poor they just training. completely look past like injury history, or mm-hmm. their their training staff is just awful. Yeah. It's got to be one of those two. Uh, Kevin Stefanski announced Baker Mayfield will start week seven against the Bengals as long as he's healthy. He's been dealing with some rib injuries. He played through those rib injuries last Sunday, but... They benched him, though, didn't they? Yeah, they benched him in the third quarter, so um, just um, keep an eye this... on him. Go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't have anything else to say, so go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, th- I was just going to say this feels like what it was last week with the Jimmy Garoppolo thing where, like, he uh, he got benched and then people were making a big deal out of it and then, like, a report came out saying that, like, they, mm. they could be trading him and, like, all this stuff and, like, some crazy nonsense. And then he went out and scored three touchdowns right. in the first half and they, and they steamrolled against the Rams. I think it's going to be the same thing. But Baker Mayfield, it, once he's healthy, uh, even though he's – not my favorite quarterback in the league. Right. I think he's better than Case Keenum, and he'll yeah. be fine against the Bengals. Right. Uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter reports tight end Jonu Smith uh, had an ankle sprain, but it's a considered minor, so he should be playing this week. Keep an eye on the injury report, though. Yes. Um, Titans activated Corey Davis from the COVID-19 injury list. Are you targeting him off the waiver wire if anybody dropped him? Uh, yeah, I, I would target him. I wouldn't be fully confident in him though, mm-hmm. but he's played well enough this year where I would, I would definitely would target him. I think he should, he okay. deserves to at least be rostered. Okay. Um, the Browns tight end, David and Joku is still looking to be traded before the November 3rd trade deadline. Um, oh. interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. He hasn't. I mean, has he got any opportunity? I don't even know. I haven't heard his name. Not since really. Week one. I I feel like they. I thought they kind of fixed that situation between. Them yeah. And he was going to play out the year, so that that is interesting report that he still wants to get traded. Yeah. Um. Kyle Shanahan said Raheem Mostert has a high ankle sprain, likely headed to injury reserve. We mentioned this on our last episode when talking about 49ers running backs. So, uh, Mostert once again dealing with several injuries so far this year. Um. You know who the 49ers could have used? Le'Veon Bell. That would have definitely been an interesting, Great. but he's not really yeah. their type of running back. I mean, they maybe. Like, the, the, like speed guys who are just like pure speed. Yeah. And like most are McKinnon, right. even Jeff Wilson. They're all kind of like that for the most part. Um, but still, yeah, I mean, they could have used Bell. So this is interesting because I've always had a, uh, a, a love for this player, John Ross. Um, the Bengals have discussed a potential trade with John Ross's agent before the November 3rd deadline. Um, he's in in the last deal of his rookie contract and they basically completely rid him out of the game plan. They have, they added T Higgins, AJ Green's there, Tyler Boyd. So, I mean, John Ross is just gone. Um, I think he was, what is he, a top 10 pick when he got drafted three years ago? I want to say, yeah, I think he was. Um, he so had the fast 40 yard dash, too. Um, John Ross could be one of those players that, um, I mean, obviously, Cincinnati's not the best location. I also don't mm-hmm. think he really fits the style of offense that they're running at this point, but he could be, he could be next year like a Devontae Parker. 
like sure. player. If, if he lands in a good location that actually uses him, but he he's been pretty relegated to like dealing with injuries and all that stuff. He's been relegated to like the fourth, fifth string wide yeah. receiver at this point. So hopefully he lands somewhere good. Uh, he was in the ninth overall pick, and um, there's four of right now. The latest report that I saw four potential landing spots. They list the Colts, the Bears, uh, the Seahawks, and the Eagles. That's Eagles would be okay. Spots. Put him next to yeah. uh, Jalen Rieger. Speed all day. Uh, that's pure speed. Stretch yeah. the field. Uh, Mike Tomlin said Deontay Johnson will be back on the field when the team returns to practice on Wednesday. So he uh, he did practice Wednesday just to give you confirmation. That's good to hear. Um, Christian McCaffrey will miss his fifth straight game in week seven, but he has a shot at returning week eight against the Falcons. Now, here's the dilemma that you run into, Christian McCaffrey owners. The week eight game is against the Falcons. And it's on Thursday night football. So um, not only is he going to miss week seven, but he's going to have a short window to fully recover and get prepared for week eight. I don't think he's going to play week eight. I think they're going to just wait until week nine. Is what my expectation would be. Yeah, I I think that's what's going to happen too. And Mike Davis, you know, this week he wasn't great, but overall he's been pretty good. There's no reason to rush him back. There's no run. Yeah, exactly. Make sure he's fully healthy. Uh, Darius Slayton was limited for Tuesday's walkthrough. Um, he has a foot injury, um, so keep an eye on Slayton. He's been playing through a foot injury. So, oh, they played already. Oh, that's Giants. True, yeah. I got a lot of Giants and Eagles on this list. I'm screwing it up. I honestly forgot. Yeah. See, uh, if I didn't say, if I didn't save it, you weren't going to. No, I was um, not gonna. The Seahawks remain uncertain when Rashad Penny will return to practicing. It's been six weeks, so this is the mm-hmm. time where they would start to think about pulling him off the pup. Um, he's almost a full year removed from the ACL injury, so I'm concerned that he's not like ready to go yet. Yeah, literally that, that traded for him in a dynasty sense. league, and I've been waiting to unleash the pennies. <laughs> Might have to wait a little longer. Yeah, I'm gonna have to wait till next year. Is what I what it feels like. Yeah. Uh, Sam Darnold is practicing on a limited basis on Wednesday. Don't know if they're gonna start Joe Flack skill uh, this week. You know what they should do? They should just sit Sam Darnold the rest of the season. They, they honestly shouldn't. Just trade him to the Patriots. They got them. Do you want to play him against the Bills? No. Do you want to play him against the Chiefs? Not really. Do you want to play him against the Patriots? No, neither. Those, time. Are, those are their next three games. Mm. <laughs> like, honestly, the Jets are going to get destroyed. Sam Darnold's, yeah. I mean, if it's if he's not already ruined, they're going to yeah. ruin him if they play him at all the rest of the season and yeah. keep losing by like 30 points. Right. Uh, I honestly, like, I feel so bad for him. I, I really do. The Jets are horrible. Um, Logan Thomas, tight end. He does have a really great matchup this week, but he did not practice Wednesday. So keep, he has a neck mm. injury. Keep an eye on Logan Thomas. If you plan on picking him up and starting him at your tight end position, just know that, right. um, Hey, if he's out, we might get some Thaddeus Moss. Oh shoot. Yeah. I think he's on. He's IR. still, they didn't cut him. Right. Or is he still on no, IR? He, I think he's on IR though. Oh, frick. But he might beating. be. 
Dude, imagine when he comes back. They've been using Logan Thomas. I'd love to see that as possible, champ. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Lynn said that Austin Eckler, in our final piece of news, Austin Eckler injury was serious, and he would be back later rather than sooner. Later, later rather than sooner. I'll say that twice because I read sooner rather than later, and I'm like, so you're contradicting yourself, Anthony Lynn? No, he said later rather than sooner. So... That's this is not good for Austin Eckler, but if you do have Justin Jackson, you're freaking lit. Yeah. I mean, if you hear someone, something like that, like I'd be nervous that he even comes back. Like he, yeah. he comes back like very late in the season. If, the if, if, if you get to week 10 or 11 mm-hmm. and they start thinking about bringing him back at this point, like the chargers have not been winning many games. So yeah. If they're at a point where they're just the season is lost, um, then I would I would just say keep Austin Eckler on the. I mean, you can't keep him out the whole season, but just limit him and try not to ruin what you have. I guess. Yeah. But I mean. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. And even when he comes back, I feel like. Yeah. He might not be as good as he was right away. Yeah. Um, we did talk about the Le'Veon Bell news on Monday or whatever, Tuesday. I can't remember yep. what day it was for the waiver wire show. Um, or was it trade targets? I think it was trade targets. I think it was trade targets. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So the Le'Veon Bell news is already passed. There was another piece of news. I totally forgot. Um, don't remember what it was, but do you have anything else to add to this monster list? No, not, not, not that I can think of. Okay. There's the news. You are now prepared for your week seven. I was going to say week eight and jumping ahead. Your week seven matchups. Go kill it this weekend. Get some dubs for the fantasy champs. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Uh, don't forget to check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. See you later. Later. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs. <laughs>